Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So welcome to The Point Podcast as we're continuing uh, to walk through the book of Acts. And today we are finishing up Acts chapter 22. So I'd encourage you to go back and listen uh, even two episodes ago if you didn't, and especially the episode before this, because we are especially seeing where all of this is tying in together. And it's the story of Paul in Jerusalem and kind of what's going on. So I'm going to read for us 22 through 30. um, And I want us to talk today about the unusual protection of God. The unusual protection of God. Let's listen to this. It says, They listened to him up to this word. Then they raised their voices shouting, Wipe this person off the earth. It's a disgrace for him to live. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, you should. But if you didn't, that's Paul that they want to wipe off the face of the earth. Paul just shared his testimony in front of these Jewish men. And they're like, man, get this guy out of here. So it says in verse 23, as they were yelling and flinging aside their robes and throwing dust into the air, the commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks, directing that he be examined with the scourge so he could discover the reason they were shouting against him like this. As they stretched him out for a lash, Paul said to the centurion standing by, is illegal for you to scourge a man who is a Roman citizen and is uncondemned. So basically what happens, that they're about to start whipping Paul. And Paul says, is it legal, one, for you to whip a Roman? Two, is it legal for you to whip a Roman man who has not yet been condemned by any serious trial or anything? Because Paul has not been condemned yet, right? He, he's just been um, the, kind of the startup of all this riot. This is when the centurion heard this, he went and reported to the commander, saying, What are you going to do? For this man is a Roman citizen. And the commander came and said to him, Tell me, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, Paul said. Then the commander replied, I brought this citizenship for a large amount of money, but I was born a citizen, Paul said. Therefore, those who were about to examine him withdrew from him at once. The commander, too, was alarmed when he realized Paul was a Roman citizen and had bound him. The next day, since Paul, or since he wanted to find out exactly why Paul was being accused by the Jews, he released him and instructed the chief priests and all the Sanhedrin to convene. Then he brought Paul down and placed them before them. And so you have this thing where they're about to beat the living mess out of Paul, right? I mean, beat him close to death. Yet this idea of Paul being a Roman citizen comes up, and Paul, under Roman law, is actually protected here. Now, now here's what I, I think is funny, and as I was thinking how to do this podcast today, um, you know— this is not nearly as miraculous of a deliverance as, say, Acts chapter 16, right? Acts chapter 16 is when Paul and Silas are singing in prison, right? They're they're singing in prison there, and um, they're lifting up their voice, and then the chains fall off at midnight, right? And they get to walk out, and it's so clear God delivered them, right? That's not this kind of deliverance. I mean, an angel doesn't come down and strike everyone asleep, and Paul gets to walk out. It's not that. It's, it's simply... Paul's a Roman citizen, and so they can't do anything to him. Here's what I would encourage you to think about today. Um, Is God's protection still not on his servant here? Like, like is God protecting Paul any less here because there wasn't an angel and chains didn't fall at midnight versus here when, you know, it's simply the Roman law protects Paul? Is God protecting his servant any less? You you know, I think so many times, if we're not careful— 
And I think this is a great example to look at Paul um, when he just shared his testimony. So many times we look at examples in the Bible and we're like, man, why don't I experience that? Like, I don't, why don't I experience something incredible, amazing, like chains falling off my arms? Why, why don't I experience this incredible conversion story like Paul where this blazing light appears and Jesus revealed himself to Paul? Why don't I experience that? Well, let me remind you that man, the book of Acts has been full of people who are simply like you, hearing the preached word from Peter, hearing the preached word from Paul, hearing the gospel proclaimed, and they repent of their sins and they place their faith and trust in Christ. And it's not this crazy Damascus Road experience, but is salvation for them just the same? Absolutely. And here what I think is so cool is God is protecting his servant in the same way, same way as he's protecting him in Acts chapter 16. You know, one way in Acts chapter 16, it looks miraculous. Chains fall off, the doors fling open. It's incredible. And and yet here, it's just simply because of Roman law, but God's protection on his servant is the same, right? Can I just remind you, and our statement for today is this, that, that it might be unusual, but God always protects his people. It might be unusual, but God always protects his people. And, and, and I look at that. And I'm just so encouraged by that. So I'd encourage you today, maybe don't look for God in the big, miraculous, amazing things, although he certainly can do that. And he might have done something like that in your life today. But look for him in the small ways too. Well, look for him in the way because I think about um, the, the passage that has rung out in my mind from camp this year was Daniel chapter 5 when Daniel tells Belshazzar that he's not, a, um, he's not honored the God who holds his life breath in his hand. Think about that. That if God really holds our life breath in his hand, then that means every breath of every single day I have a reason to give God praise because he kept on holding my breath. That's amazing, right? Yet we don't think about that as God delivering us often, but yet even now as I'm breathing, he's holding me together and he's sustaining me. That's stinking incredible, right? And, and so uh, even though it's some, somewhat unusual sometimes, God is always protecting his people. And this protection over Paul it is no less miraculous than what happens in Acts chapter 16. We might say it is. We, we might by our sight say one is better than the other, but God still here is protecting his people. And I just encourage you today, God, even if it is an unusual way, he's protecting you today as well. So I hope that makes sense. I'd encourage you uh, to message us if you have questions on that. Um, But that was just such an encouragement to me, man, to see how God literally is protecting us in so many different ways, even simply by holding our life breath in his hand. It might be unusual, but God is always protecting his people. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.